Hi there, and welcome to the Higher Development Podcast with your hosts, Colton Swab and Gavin Aberatney. On this show, we'll share behind-the-scenes insights and lessons from our journeys in personal development, philosophy, mindset, and leadership. The goal with all of this is to help you integrate these various bodies of knowledge and reach a higher level of development so that you can live fully and in harmony with the world around you. Beyond learning from us, you also get insider access to experts in the fields of neuroscience, high performance, and much, much more, making this a place to learn candidly what you won't anywhere else. You can get access to the free resources we mentioned at highdevelopmentpodcast.com. So with all that said, let's get into today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. So this one is going to be a surprise episode. Gav doesn't know what we're going to talk about, um, but it's something that inspired me, and I spent a lot of my time studying this stuff around stories and what causes people to change their behavior. And there's a really interesting thing that I think motivates a lot of storytelling, a lot of screenplay, blockbuster movies, and it also motivates people to actually change things in their life. And it's actually something that people aren't usually very comfortable with is anger. Um, Mm. anger as a change agent, um, especially in like a conscious community where people are focused on meditation or yoga, you know, controlling their state or whatnot. Anger is like this dirty little secret that people experience, um, and usually are not very comfortable with, and it's a lack of integration around that. Um, but I just wanted Mm. to see, yeah, what do you think about anger and the purpose that it serves for people to, you know, change? Um, no, I mean, I completely agree. I think anger, you know, is a very... It's an interesting emotion. I think it was uh, maybe Jordan Peterson who said your resentment is revelatory um, mm-hmm. in that the things that agitate you or you get angry about is, you know, an in- indicator of what you care about, you know, like love and hate right. are on the same side of two different coins. Anger and passion are, you know, largely indistinguishable in, in many respects. Um, and I completely agree. Anger is a very powerful emotion. Um, and yeah, it's not a pleasant emotion, which is maybe why we don't want to feel it all the time. Yeah, but it's right. a powerful emotion, and you've probably seen this, Miko. We've seen it in each other over you know the years. That when it's time for a shift, it often shows up as anger. Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, I hate this thing. I hate these clients, or I hate this business, or I hate this company. And the clients are the nicest people ever, and the yeah. company is the <laughs> nicest place to ever. And you're like, I hate you guys. You know what I mean? Um, and it's it's kind of as you feel that anger, maybe nice to direct it inwards and, and look at it as a revelatory thing rather than just project that on other people, um, mm. which I, you know, in my ripe old age, try and do a bit more. Um, mm. But uh, nevertheless, I think that idea that anger is something that you should observe um, and maybe process yourself and transmute into passion is probably very wise. Mm. It's definitely a moving kind of energy, right? You get up and you're angry to get up and move, go do something like it definitely stirs, you know, some sort of movement. I think for a lot of people, it's like they go from being stagnant for a long time in something, uh, whatever that thing happens to be, it just hasn't changed in a while. And then suddenly they start feeling angry, you know, and it's like, it happens with developmental cycles as well. If you're locked in at a low level of development, the thing that gets you to the next level might actually be anger, you know, it actually cause mm. you to change, to move, to press the randomizer button and just get some different outcomes basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's coming from a real place like, and it serves a real function, much like pain where, you know, people also want to avoid pain like crazy. And some people seek out pain for their own reasons as well. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it serves a purpose to be a compass to those things. And when things need to change, you know, it's like, first I feel hurt. Then I feel angry, you know, then I move mm-hmm. and then I'm somewhere else and you're like, okay. And then you just kind of forget basically after that. <laughs> Yeah. And you kind of calm down. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've certainly had the experience. I remember when I was quite a bit younger, I had a friend offer me a, you know, a, a, quite a lucrative job. It is like family business. And um, it was so tempting to take it. And I didn't, I moved to Korea and had no plan instead, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, 
but I got really angry at him, you know, and it was in hindsight, I was like, I probably shouldn't really got angry at this guy. It was a, quite a lot of cash. It's like 20 grand a month or, you know, thereabouts, maybe 10 grand, 20 grand over two months or something, which is a decent chunk of change when I was like, anyway, it's a decent chunk of change, period. But yes. um, <clears throat> anyway, and I, yeah, I just got really angry at the guy. I was just like, no, it's not worth it. I, you know, but the truth is I just didn't necessarily want to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and I was just happy to kind of roll the dice. And in hindsight, I think um, rather than sort of, you know, dragging that out into something which was like, you know, he, he was offending me with his, you know, offer, which he really wasn't by any stretch of imagination. It was probably just more indicative of like an inattention that just doesn't want you to do it. And you can start rationalizing reasons why you don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. do something. But in reality, there is, I think, at a certain point, intrinsic motivation that uh, will rationalize itself as external things. Um, mm. And I think that can be kind of, <clears throat> kind of disempowering and maybe a little destructive if you uh, externally project that too much, right? Like, you know, I would, I want to do these things, but you know, my job's stopping me or my, you know, my spouse is stopping me or whatever. In some, in some cases they might be actually, in many cases they aren't, mm. um, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. the, the, the anger is usually a projection of maybe anger at yourself, um, that you haven't mm. done the things, you know, you want to do. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I think honestly, I can, it always reminds me of Lion King. Um, I think it's like a Rafiki, the mystical you know, uh, monkey of some variety, uh, when he mm. talks about anger being a coal that you hold on to and it burns you the longer you hold on to it. Yeah, um, and it's just like anger is one of those things that is a hundred percent a reflection of what you have going on internally because you it, you feeling anger has nothing to do with the external world. There's nothing someone else could do that makes you feel angry. Like anger is never a automatic response to anything anybody or any like natural effect or anything could ever do to you and it is a sign of like you know that developmental change of pushing you into something new pushing you into maybe a place of empowerment or you know on a very like physical level it's a rush of endorphins you're literally getting high on like a sort of you know self-made opium you know numb to the pain and just pushing forward for things just to just to change and i think it's, mm. it's what's gotten people this far um and it doesn't go away i think when you are a conscious person if anything yeah. you just become more aware of it you know less oblivious and more like aware of the sign that that <laughs> means for you in your life yeah well absolutely and god willing if you understand like shadow work you'll realize that almost all the emotions you feel um you know, you, you've got to start looking at how those are manifesting in your own behavior, right? Mm-hmm. And your own decisions. And I think ultimately it's going to get you to truth, right? Like if, if you trans, translate that anger into action, it'll get you to truth, right? So for example, you know, when me and you left Mind Valley many, uh, many an eon ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, I felt a sense of kind of anger and kind of, you know, apathy. I was like, ah, oh, this company is not letting me grow, you know, but it's like, I probably wasn't letting myself grow. Obviously I wasn't, you know, Um, so, you know, we all left tons of other people left at the same time because they thought they could do, you know, better or get, uh, better outcomes by themselves. Um, and many didn't, right. Mm. Um, but they got closer to truth and I think they got closer to, you know, understanding what they could and couldn't do, um, which is, you know, part of the developmental, um, journey and maybe worth Mm. it in and of itself. Right. Because that's, uh, you know, you can sometimes go back in these situations and many people do, you know, go back to an old company or find a similar kind of, uh, situation um but hell at least you know at least you know once and for all yeah i think you need that anger to give you the courage to find out what is true because it very well could be what you don't want it to be um and you do have to it's a whole like if you want something to someone to come back to you to let them go it's like you have to Mm. do the thing to find out if it matters uh which is kind of funny because in my youth which i think is all of our career um, or like the career that we've shared, uh, you know, mm. the clients, especially in the like last like four or five years, Mind Valley and mm. even Flow Genome or whatnot. And like anger was definitely a part of that. Was something happened? You're know, like something's got to change. 
Um, mm. And it was just the curiosity of finding out what could happen, you mm. know, what could happen next when who you would be in that and just wondering if this really is what you should be doing. I think in my maturity through all that and realizing that that's a part of the cycle um, is knowing that timing matters for all of this stuff. You know, it is aligned at a point and it will stop being aligned at a point and it will maybe come back into alignment at a point because everybody is going mm. through the same sort of rhythms and same sort of motions. And at a point, like you said, mind value might be good and then, and then it's not. And then maybe it's good again, mm. um, or maybe mm. it's not, um, you know, mm. or maybe it's a different relationship between you and vision personally or whatever it happens to be, you know? Um, yeah. Not acknowledging timing can really make you <clears throat> fuck it up the first time when you get angry because you can sacrifice the things that do matter, like the relationships. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And I think it takes, um, that's what I feel the maturity component is. I mean, it's like everyone is kind of, everyone's telling themselves a story about what's going on in their lives. Right. Um, and why they can't do the things they want or why they don't have the things they want. And yeah, I mean, I'm not absolutely not going to say that external circumstances don't play in many respects, a very large part of that. Um, but it's up to us to understand what, to what extent, um, it's yeah. external and to what extent it's internal. And there's always going to be a balance between those two. Um, and, you know, yeah, I think that's anger is, it's a really, you know, revelatory emotion for that, for that reason. Um, mm. Yeah. Not but, always pretty, not always pleasant, but it'll get you somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, life's not always pretty. In fact, it's usually not, you know, you're only clean right after you shower. Um, <laughs> Sometimes but, not even then. Yeah. So yeah. If you're three days in an airplane commute, you shower once in Hong Kong and wash the muck off you, you're still dirty. Uh, true story. True story. Just really gross. Um, yeah. I, I think that brings a full circle though. I mean, anger is revelatory and it should be a sign to look inwards, but also embrace the fact that anger can help you cope. It can help you grief, you know, grieve like whatever happens in your life. Like it's a real natural part of it. And I think just because we don't understand the ways that are, our bodies and our psyches heal themselves or even process things doesn't mean that we aren't still the person who has to do that. And that's the process that, mm-hmm. um, and I think people just need to be a bit more okay with that because it's, it's inevitable and it is a pattern that will come back again and again, even for people who aren't particularly angry. I know some people have, you know, anger management issues, but even if you're the most docile lamb, you know, anger is going to be real for you. Hmm. Well, so yeah, I mean, I think as a takeaway for that, maybe we can both agree that uh, when you're angry, don't take it out on the people around you because you might just be angry at yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, On that light note, (laughs) um, thanks you guys for being with us this time and we'll catch you in the next one. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Higher Development Podcast. If you want to access free resources and go deeper with us, head to highdevelopmentpodcast.com. As a special thanks for listening to each new episode, we continually update this site with podcast notes, exclusive discounts, free courses, you name it. And as an added bonus, this is where you can submit any questions you may have for myself, Gavin, or any of our featured guests. So what you learn doesn't have to end here. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to seeing you in the next one.